Hi, this is Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. I'm Gabriel. I've been, something has been on my mind the last few days, and it's come up in our pastor's sermon here at Ninth and O, like two weeks ago, and then yesterday in our Sunday school class, and even Saturday night, I just had this, I was just thinking about this thought that uh, has always encouraged me, and it's just been on my mind recently. It's uh, something that Paul says in Acts, we'll read it here in a minute, but it talks about how the Lord was with him. You know, today we have such an adverse, allergic reaction to suffering. We try to avoid suffering at all costs. Now, I'm not saying that you and I, that we should go out looking for suffering, but I want to remind us that as a follower of the Lord Jesus, if you are a Christian, if you are a disciple of the Lord Jesus, our Savior was a man who was acquainted with sorrow and grief, that he suffered. In fact, Hebrews say he learned obedience to what he suffered. And that's a phenomenal statement which deserves our consideration. But I feel like today, maybe it's just maybe even more so in the West, in, in this t- time period, 2022, and we've enjoyed so much peace and prosperity in this country by the Lord's grace, that I think it's uh, made us soft as Christians, and maybe it's just soft as humans. That uh, the majority of this world, and particularly the majority of Christians, have only known a hard way. You think about... This is the statement our pastor said a couple weeks ago. It's really just been resonating in my mind. The closer you get to Jesus, the more dangerous life will be for you. And yet, we have this, we want a stiff farm, and we think, well, the closer you are to Jesus, the easier life is, or you get more blessings, and, and that's not necessarily the case. Jesus suffered, his closest disciples, right? James was the first martyr. Uh, they tried to kill John, and they couldn't kill him, so they exiled him. They, uh, they crucified Peter. Tradition says upside down. And we think we're going to skate through life, you know, be converted Christians, and go to heaven. And then just receive all these material blessings and easiness and a good life in between, when history would tell us otherwise. The Apostle Paul knew this, and Jesus told him, when he was saved, he sent Ananias to pray for him so he might receive again his sight and, and to show him how much he must suffer for his name. Are you willing to suffer for the name of Jesus? Now, there's suffering just from living in a fallen world, but there's also suffering because we are so identified with Jesus Christ that we are hated. So that's something for consider. Here's the testimony of Paul. He's writing to the church in Corinth. It's a little, it's a little bit of a longer passage In verse 23 of chapter 11 says, I am talking like a madman with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. Five times I received at the hand of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at the sea, danger from false brothers, and toil and hardship through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, and cold and exposure, and apart from one and apart from other things, there's daily pressure on me, my anxiety for all the churches. Wow. And, you know, I get upset if, like, I get stuck in traffic trying to get to a hospital to pray with somebody. Like, that's my kind of suffering. We, we're so soft. Just to remind us, suffering can be a mark 
it should be the mark of a believer. Now, it doesn't mean that we go out and look for suffer and we try to beat ourselves down. But why could Paul do that? Well, because he, he says earlier in Acts that he accounted his life as nothing, only that he might preach the gospel, right? And here after, in Acts 23, this is a, a very encouraging statement to me. It's from the Lord Jesus. He's talking to Paul. Paul's been, uh, now he's in the Roman tribune. He's been giving a testimony. The Pharisees are accusing him, and they want to kill him. They're seeking to kill him, and he's in jail. And this is what he says in Acts 23, verse 11. That following night, the Lord stood by him and said. So this is Luke recording for us. The Lord stands by his people. You may be so closely associated with Jesus that you will suffer. He's so more closely associated with you that he will comfort you and he will embolden you in your suffering that you might suffer well. The Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so must you testify also in Rome. Your suffering is known to the Lord Jesus. He himself has suffered. He will stand by you. He will direct your steps. He will cause all things to work for your good and his glory. He has plans for you, and those plans might just involve suffering. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and may he stand by you today.